Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code. My name is Paul, your host, as always, and welcome to the show. Today's episode is sponsored by MyCEUDepot.com, M-Y-C-E-U-D-E-P-O-T.com. Get all your continuing education, your prep exams for electricians, whatever, engineering credits, your PDHs. We have hundreds of courses on there that you can get your credit online 100% from the comfort of your own home. Visit MyCEUDepot.com. Okay, today's episode is going to be a cool one. Because today, I am going to bust the myth. What's the myth? You're saying, what is the myth? Paul is known for doing this type of stuff. We're going to bust what we call the color code or color scheme myth, if you will. All right, so everybody knows that I kind of uh, do things for a reason. And it didn't take long for people to see what I was doing. But incidentally, so on LinkedIn... I posted a graphic. One of the graphics I was working on really was kind of just trying to show the panel because I'm kind of working with Corel Draw, trying to migrate over from PowerPoint for all my graphics and all. And people were amazed that I used PowerPoint for my graphics. But now I'm using Corel Draw and kind of learning what I can take from all of the graphics I've already done in PowerPoint and seeing if I can import them in. Uh, and they're not importing very well, so I have to actually go in and change little things. And for example, circles aren't circles. They look like octagons or whatever. And so I have to go in and just change things. So it's been a learning curve, but it's really helped me learn Corel Draw. But that's not the topic of the episode today. The topic of the episode is that I posted a panel. And in that panel, I show you... Oh, hold on for a second. Let me plug my phone up here. Um... And also, hey, a shout out to the guy that called me last night who wanted me to explain something to him. I guess it was 9 or nine or 10 o'clock last night, uh, electrical. Um, I'm glad you got it, my friend. You're free to call me anytime, my brother. Uh, anything I can do to help, I'm more than happy to help. He was uh, local here in Texas. It had a code problem or something he couldn't figure out. So um, just wanted to shout out to you. You remember, people call me all the time from everywhere. Uh, in the country. You just whatever they need, they give me a call. All right, so we're going to talk color schemes today because I get a lot of these questions from people and I, and I talk about it in my seminars a lot of times is that they tend to think, you know, when I went to school and we learned these acronyms, boy, uh, you know, brown, orange, yellow, and uh, you know, all these different acronyms that remind us the color scheme. Now that is to remind you of the color that's not necessarily remind you of the order. Now, you know, BOY does if you're dealing with a high leg application because, you know, brown, orange, yellow, orange being the high leg. Uh, and we'll talk about that today. Uh, there's a lot of people that think that, you know, if it's going to be colored, you know, if, they, if the high leg, usually the leg B, if it's going to be a color, then it has to be orange. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a color. Uh, it could be tagged, it could be labeled, whatever the HJ is okay with. Okay, uh, If you're going to use a color scheme, then then the high leg would be orange, and that's what the code says. But we're not really talking about that. That's not the question. So 
what what I do is I kind of go over it a little bit, and, and and the good news is I like to make people think when I do graphics, or even when I teach a class. And I'm not the conventional educator. Uh, I I like to think outside of the box, and, and you know, and things like that. So, so good news is we had a lot of good comments, and one of the comments was in that that the panel was not legal in the U.S. or, or something. The graphic was not legal in the U.S. And I, that was probably the most, you know, the funniest one of them all, but that's fine. Uh, and I think that stems from the fact I turned the panel upside down, which I did on purpose. And you'll notice that this switch for the main breaker, I did a horizontal operation uh, versus a straight up and down vertical. Uh, if it was vertical, it'd be on in the up position. And turning a panel upside down might necessarily violate that uh, that uh, rule in the code. Uh, but there's a reason why I turned it a certain way, and there's a reason why I made the breaker horizontal. Because when it's horizontal, uh, then that rule doesn't apply on in the up position. And we see that happen all the time in panels where the main breaker might be that way, but then all of the breakers that are in the panel are left to right. Okay, so they're a horizontal operation versus a vertical operation. So anyway, that's, you know, I do these little things to bring out, to make you think, because based on the uh, the graphic and based on responses, and I do a lot of these podcasts based on different responses, if you go look it up and you go to my LinkedIn account and look at my personal account and then look at the graphic, you'll see the graphic and you'll see the comments. And I love comments. Don't get me wrong. I love them because it helps us learn. Uh, and, and you look at it and you know, and sometimes I'll do something weird in a graphic just to make people think. And that's good. It's good that you're at least that you're thinking and not taking something for granted. Many times people just take things for granted. So, so that was the issue. So the first thing that came out was that well, your panel is wrong. It can't be the U.S. and the error is very obvious. Well, I don't know what error is obvious um, because I base the graphic on a panel depiction. However, I do change things around because when I create graphics, I'm the manufacturer of that panel. I can do whatever I want. So that's why I did the you know the horizontal main uh, disconnection means uh, horizontally, uh, and I did whatever I, whatever I wanted. It's my graphic, but the point was to convey the message. And really, I was just trying to show you my progress with Corel Draw. That's all. Anyway, so the first comment was that it couldn't be a U.S. panel. So I don't, I didn't know how to follow up with that. I'm assuming they're talking about the color scheme. Or I'm assuming uh, somebody also made a comment that in Canada, they use the white for the grounding. And I sure hope not. And if they do, boy, that does sure tell me that Canada is halfway backwards. Um, anyway, so that was a comment that was made by a you know, master electrician with 29 years experience. I'm not downing the electrician. All I'm saying is these are the things that we want to talk about because that would be incorrect. Um, you're not going to use white color on the grounding component. Okay, That's going to be used on the grounded component. And of course, 200.6 tells us that it's going to be white or gray. Uh, and, and, and of course, we have some other nuances. And we'll look at each one of those here today in this episode because I really want to get to the myth. All right, so that was one of the questions. And the other one was uh, the orientation of the color scheme. Now I did this on purpose. If you actually look at it, because I turned the panel upside down, it's actually different than what they're saying. But they say that it's required to be black, red, blue, and that 
posting it any other way could be confusing for somebody. Okay, let me make this clear. As an electrician, you're expected to know the phases. You're expected to know the color scheme that you use. You're, you're expected to be able to mark it out in that aspect. You're also expected to be able to test voltages and determine all this. Now, people say it can affect rotations or whatnot like this. Okay, look, I'm going to make it real clear because I'm a master electrician, you know, 30 years in the field. Whatever color scheme I use, yes, I can make it easy for you if I want to conform to some normal standard that might be from IBW or NECA or whatever trade school standard that teaches me this acronym. However, that's not always taught in every program. It wasn't taught that way in the school that I went to. Um, and people can say, well, that's the wrong way to do it. you got to learn these acronyms. No, that is the wrong way to think. You need to understand that you have to identify your conductors. I know a contractor years ago who used to use pink, lavender, and um, I can't remember the other one, teal, as their colors, their insulated colors for A, B, and C of a typical panel, a 12208 panel. No delta highlight. It's just a regular old panel. Why? Why one twenty two eight? And uh, that was their thing. That was her color scheme. Yes, it was a woman, and, and and she used it. And people would look at it and go, "Wow, wow!" It got you thinking. And she loved to argue. Um, I mean, she was very good at it. I had a lot of respect for her. She was a student of mine for years. Uh, I didn't encourage it, but you know, she wanted to stand out. Uh, she was big into marketing. She used to put her labels for her company on everything. I mean, if the raceways were above the ceiling, she would have her guys with the vinegar, you know, uh, cleaning off some space or cleaner, not vinegar, whatever she did so her labels would stick or or she had labels that didn't need to worry about the stickiness. In other words, they wrapped around it and overlapped. Um, with her number, her information, I used to tease her and say, well, the only thing you're doing now is making it easier for the lawyer to find you. But she would laugh and she said that she's not worried about that, that she knows she has enough confidence in her work. And, and I'm like, hey, well, there you go. And believe it or not, she said she got a lot of work that way. When people would go do remodels, you know, people would go up into the ceilings or another and they'd see this label and say, well, this is who did it last time. Uh, it's kind of why you should put your business card in the panels of all the panels that you do if you're proud of your panel, right? If you're proud of it, give people the, the reason to find you later. Anyway, I, I, I easily digress, so forgive me. So anyway, um, it was commented that it has to be black, red, blue. There is absolutely nothing within the National Electrical Code, you know, barring a high leg, and we're talking about B phase and the high leg application. There's absolutely nothing in the code that says that that is the case. Uh, despite the people, and, and I do tell people, in an open forum, it's okay to comment, but Remember, if I'm the author of it, it's going to be hard for you to remove your comment, and you and you can look a little foolish, and that's fine. I mean, I, we all want to learn. We're all trying to learn. The reason I say that is because I do have a forum on Facebook that you can come and post those kind of questions, and they're not bad questions. Uh, now, stating them as a matter of fact, like you know that somebody's wrong when ultimately you end up being wrong... Um, you know, I don't like that for anybody uh, because we all can make mistakes. I make mistakes. You know, I, you know, I'm just trying to crank out stuff and teach people and, and whatnot like that. And I, I love to learn something new every day. But the reason I say that is because I do have a forum that you can go to and post all those questions and not for fear of anybody saying that, oh, that's stupid or whatnot. Because no, no, no question is a dumb question. Now, giving incorrect advice can be. Now, I'm not saying that your jurisdiction, your company, 
your apprenticeship program teaches you a certain color scheme in a certain way, that's perfectly fine. Uh, there is a traditional standard for color schemes that does follow the black, red, blues and the um, uh, brown, orange, yellow, gray concept. I mean, I get it. I get it. And uh, But there's absolutely nothing that says that you can't be otherwise. Uh, and until the code adopts something otherwise, that's how I teach it. Um, now, people say, well, that just confuses people. No, it only confuses you if you don't understand the code. Then it can confuse you. But once you listen to this podcast, you're going to know the truth, and then you can explain it to others. Now, if I was encouraging my staff to do something, I might encourage them. So, for example, if I'm going out and wire tomorrow... I might purchase black, red, blue, and I might put them in the sequence black, red, blue. But nothing says that I have to do that. And I'm still using the color scheme, the black, red, blue, in my graphic. I'm just not putting them in the orientation that you would want them to be put into. And I did that on purpose. Now, uh, because it does exactly what I want to do, create me an opportunity to teach. That's all I try to do is create opportunities to teach. Why else do you think... And I'm kind of exposing myself here. Why else do you think that I would put a graphic up there? Especially one that's incomplete. There's no grounding electrode system on it. There's no feeder conductors coming out of it. Uh, I do this stuff because it generates topics and conversations. And that's what I'm all about. I mean, otherwise, life is extremely boring, right? We learn every day. So that's why I do it. So don't be surprised if I put other graphics up that, that are correct but make you go, hmm, hmm. And I want you to think. That's the thing about my graphics is they're not always going to be a copy of somebody else's. They're going to have something that's a little quirky, different, that that makes you go, hmm. Uh, At least I try anyway. Don't always succeed, but I try. All right, so let's kind of look at the code a little bit because I want to make sure that I explain this to some people. Now, one of the gentlemen asked a question about the grounded conductor and, and grounding conductors, and he made a comment that in Canada the grounding is white, and I would hope that that's not the case, but you also understand that I'm dealing in the U.S. I'm not dealing in Canada. If I people know me as a national electrical code, and that is not what's in Canada, I am not going to put disclaimers on everything that I do that says this doesn't apply to Canada. And I don't know Canadian code, the CEC. I I don't spend my time in it. I don't care about Canada. No offense to my friends in Canada. I just don't care. I deal in the National Electrical Code. Uh, I made a career out of the National Electrical Code, and that's what I care about. Now, identifying the grounded conductor for my gentleman who was a little confused. 200.6 A and B are going to give me directions for identifying the grounded conductor. It either white Continuous outer finish, gray continuous outer finish, but you have eight options here that you can do. Okay, Now, if it's four and larger, I'm allowed to do, uh, I even have an option of distinctive white or gray markings at the terminations if it's four AWG or larger. So I encourage you to look at 200.6 A and B. Uh, Inflexible cords, C, you have some options there. <coughs> and of course, when you have different differing systems, then you have 200.6D. Now, my graphic does not have differing systems in it. Uh, okay? So, just kind of keeping you all, you know, in, into the loop. Now, I will tell you that as a cable, a wiring cable manufacturer, when we do produce cables, we do follow standardization. Uh, and we usually will follow what's called an ICEA method standard, whether it's method one, which is a color scheme, or method four, which is all black. The importance of that is to bring us back to the color scheme. 
if in your mind you think that it always has to be black, red, blue, then you have to pull yourself back to the day when identification was the little numbers that you put on things. Uh, there's nothing that says I have to use colors. I could actually use a numbering system or a tagging system if I want. Okay, so let's... Sometimes when I'm teaching students, I remind them, don't get bogged down into over-analysis because then you get this paralysis that you can't think outside of the box. Now, for identification purposes and what have you, you have to remember that at the end of the day, the installation has to function right. It has to be installed right. It has to be done in a workmanlike manner. Um... And when you do that, you're going to know which phase is what, what motors are what, what's synced out what. You're going to know that. Whether I have three phases in there that have one, a two, and a three on it, okay, um, I have to make sure that, that that conductor, and that's method four, for example, ICEA is a numbering system, uh, that at the other end that I've got those numbers. Now, you might have to do the numbering. Okay, And you have to do that prior to the pull. And you have to take some initiative in making sure this installation is done right. Um, now, the advent of colored installation certainly made our job easier. Okay, But nothing within the NEC requires that, for example, phase A has to be black. Okay, Phase B has to be red. Phase C has to be blue on a 12208 uh, or something like that. Okay, Nothing says that. Just as well as nothing says that in a 277-480 that it has to be brown, orange, uh, yellow, or brown, pink, yellow, uh, you know, yellow. Or you see what I'm saying here? Uh, if, if no high leg was present, so I just don't want you to not think outside the box. There's a lot of comments in there that people state that it has to be this way or that way. That is based on what you've been taught, and you know that's fine. That's your company. But when you go out into the world and talk to experts, you have to remember the context here. We teach the National Electrical Code. We're not teaching downtown Houston or we're not teaching Minnesota. We're teaching the National Electrical Code. You have to understand that the code can be modified, changed on a local basis. And it could be written into their specification for that jurisdiction that it be black, red, blue in that order. That's fine. But that's not what the NEC says, and I want you to understand that. So as an electrician, you're learning all of these, these rules that as you get down into the weeds uh, in, at a local level, you have to be aware, and that's a good point because you have to understand that there are statewide building codes, statewide code amendments, and then there's the national code, and you have to understand them all. I teach you the national code. I is no way that I am going to teach you every little jurisdictional nuance. Just not going to do it. I just don't have the time for it. And I don't have, really, I don't have the desire for that. Okay? Anyway, so there you go. So the grounded conductor, which is um, a neutral is not all, is a neutral is always a grounded conductor, but a grounded conductor is not always a neutral. Okay? And that's a whole other episode, and I am not going in that today. Um, so, here, if you want to know color schemes for the grounded conductors, 200.6 A and B. Uh, and uh, there you go. Now, I will remind you that you do have some rules, and that's why it comes into important rules. Is let's say I have two different systems with two different nominal voltage in a, in a structure or a building. Uh, that's where you're going to look for branch circuits. You're going to look at 210.5 C. Uh, and that's going to tell you how you identify them. And it doesn't tell you the order. Again, 
It just says, you know what, you need to create these labels that let me know what what's what. Again, that's to reiterate the fact that it doesn't matter whether it was black, red, blue, or blue, black, red. It, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's how you identify it so that people understand the system. Okay? That's all. All right? So that, and of course, if you're dealing with feeders, that same identical type of concept where you have the multiple circuits... Uh, in a a, a multiple voltages, I should say, in a building is followed under 215.12c. Okay, so the same kind of concept when I have two different voltages in the building. Now, real important is that it tells you in both of those, it says the means of identification. Now, listen to me. It says the means of identification shall be permitted to be by separate color coding, marking tape, tagging, or other approved means. Notice that it doesn't say color coding, and then the code gives you that color code. It's not in there. Okay? It's not. You know, it might be what you choose to do, but don't get locked into the thinking that you have to. Now, some people say, well, it's foolish to do it otherwise. Well, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it, but it doesn't make you right. It's just your opinion, and everybody's got one. Okay? Uh, And I won't get into politics, but everybody's got an opinion. Okay? Now, one of the areas in the code which does get into color coding and the requirements, for example, is when you're dealing with the positives and the negative applications in uh, the identifications and things like 215.12, uh, I think it's C2, which is dealing with uh, the identification of DC currents. Then you got the red and the black color scheme, or depending on the size, it would be positive or negative markings on it and everything like that. Uh, And that's fairly new that came into the code uh, in the 2017 edition as far as the markings, colors, and things like that. In fact, actually, it might have been in 14, but it changed uh, in and things like that in the 2017. So you might want to look at it. But if you're if you're a guy or girl dealing with the DC system application. Okay. So that's that. So then the question comes up, well, what about the equipment grounding conductor? In this case, the gentleman said grounding conductor had to be white in Canada. Again, I cannot confirm or deny that. But if it was, if they did allow the grounding conductor, in, and that's like equipment grounding conductor, to be white in Canada then they are really are messed up, eh? So um, they're just all the more the reason why I don't deal with Canada. I'm just saying. All right? Anyway, I don't think that's true, but I'm just saying. All right, so first things first, the equipment grounded conductor in 250.118, the types, it can be copper aluminum or copper clad aluminum. Uh, The conductor can be solid or stranded, either one. And it says insulated, covered, or bare in the form of a wire or a bus bar of any shape. Okay, so if we're talking wire, it can be bare, covered, or insulated. Now, if it is covered or insulated, then you've got the requirements of 250.119 that states that if that's the case, it has to have a continuous outer finish that is either green or green with one or more yellow stripes, except permitted in this section. Okay, and when we say permitted in this section, that's when it was four and larger, you can identify it at the time of installation at each point. Okay, so that's the other aspect over here. So otherwise, it would have to be insulation. If it's covered or insulated, it would have to be green or green with one or more yellow stripes. Okay, all right. So 
that kind of color, you know, that's your two color code requirements, uh, really, for grounded and grounding conductors. Uh, but there's nothing at all in the NEC other than, like we said, if you're going to use a color to identify the high leg, uh, then in that application, then it would be orange if you're using a color. But it's not required if you're not using a color. In other words, say you're old traditional and you're just using all black conductors and you have that option then you would identify each conductor in a way that's approved by the jurisdiction uh, by tagging. You know how you can still buy these little number systems and you can number it, do whatever you want. Uh, you know, <coughs> so that's just kind of some things to think about. Um, I thought the it was very interesting, some of, some of the comments. Uh, and so in order for to, to make sure that we cover all of them, because I want to make sure I answer all of them, I'm going to go to the LinkedIn page and, you know, just see the graphics so that I can, um, uh, I have to go to it because I don't, I'll be honest with you, I know people would think I do, but I don't always follow all the graph, all the comments on there. I, I, sometimes I post, post things to generate comments, but anyway, okay. So let's see some other comments just so we can, you know, educate a little bit. Uh, now, one guy said it's just bad practice. All electrons are taught, what? I guess he means all electricians are taught A, B, and C, black, red, blue. Not all electricians, my friend. And it says only time I've seen to reverse something that is backwards, but usually they change the polarity and even when they reverse. So, okay. Well, you have to remember how you're wiring up the motor if you're worried about reverse polarity. And you have to understand the choices in your schemes. Again, this is simply color coding. Phase A, phase B, phase C, the characteristics don't change just because you swap the wire, my friend. Okay? You can choose it. If you're choosing blue as phase A, you have to remember that when you get to the motor. Okay? All right. And then he says something about an architect that works on paper, it works in the field. Well, the last I checked, the electrons don't care what color the insulation is, my friend. It really doesn't care. That's an educational moment for you, my friend. So that's okay. Uh, the next one was mentioned, says, yes, no ground. Well, this is a picture of a, of a panel board. Um, and I, look, look, guys, I'm doing this for educational purposes. I love the comments. I do. I, I, I want them. I do. That's why we're doing this. Um, I love doing podcasts, too, and it's Sunday morning, and I felt good, and I got a lot of comments on this graphic, so that's why we did this. It was awesome. So one guy says, I guess Jose, he says, uh, there's no ground, and if you look closer, the panel is Canada. They use white as a ground. Again, we discussed that, and I would hope not. Uh, and Jose, I did put a comment for you on there, so you can actually read that and maybe help you some uh, for that one, but uh, I hope not. I hope they don't use white for grounding in Canada. Hmm. They might use it for the grounded conductor. Okay. Or they might not even call it grounded conductor. Anyway, so that's my graphic. Uh, you can find it on LinkedIn. And if you aren't hooked up with me on LinkedIn, I encourage you to get hooked up with me on LinkedIn. That's the purpose of the podcast. Go to LinkedIn and type in Paul W. Abernathy. You will find me and link up with me. I will be the bald guy in the blue suit with the red tie. <laughs> well, not all the way bald, but I'm close enough. And uh, I am here to help you, my friends. That's all I'm here to do. So 
Hopefully I explain this. And again, for you to understand this podcast, it really was a matter of understanding the color scheme. In my graphic, I actually show ABC as blue, black, red. But because the panel's turned upside down, people don't notice that. And they said, that why is your system sequence red, black, blue? So again, there's little nuances in why I do things. Okay. There's another reason people haven't mentioned yet. You notice that I don't have a green ground screw in this panel bonding the enclosure. That's because I'm not using a green ground screw. I'm using a bonding jumper, a main bonding jumper. Okay. And that doesn't have to be green. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of people, you know, uh, I do little things in my graphics to make you think. Okay. That, that's what we're, we're trying to do. Um, and so... Anyway, that's the goal, my friends. Hopefully you got something out of the little podcast today. Uh, hopefully um, that you have any other questions or you'd like to learn more about what we do, visit our website at masterthenec.com. Uh, just go on Google and type Master the NEC. You'll find us. Or go to electricalcodeacademy.com. Uh, keep your questions coming. Keep your comments coming. I love the comments, my friends. Um, no, I'm not offended because of your comments. I, it might seem like I come back kind of sharp, but that's just my teaching style. I, I mean, that's how I teach. Please don't get offended. That's just how I do it. I'm trying to be kinder and gentler. It is tough for me, um, but uh, it's all about learning, and that's what we're here to do. So God bless. Until next time, stay safe. Visit our website. Visit our Facebook page. All of that can be found from our website. Again, masterthenec.com. Thanks again. God bless. Until next time. Hey, you electricians out there, get your phases right. Stay safe. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.